focusing on mental, mental health, mental illness as it pertains primarily to young black males and how it's impacting the homeless and prison population and the almost impossible task of family and love members uh, of getting them the help they need once they turn 18. And the ramifications of this is far-reaching. Anybody that knows me knows that my research is always done for the purpose of identifying sources of problems and coming up with solutions. This is no different, but I can tell you we're looking at a uh, gargantuan task of resourcing and being able to facilitate the needs once the needs are truly, totally, uh, and completely established. That's that. You have heard me for years, I mean, less decades, literally, talking about the importance of the restoration of the black family nucleus, talking about uh, the need for the black family environment to basically inculcate and project values, interests, and principles that are in alignment with the best interests of blacks. And we, uh, we get frustrated at the vast majority of blacks in this country when we talk about black group economics, when we talk about community engagement and unity and all of the things that business ownership, black business support, black business resourcing, all of the things that are vital elements and components to liberation and empowerment in any true sense. Uh, until we can establish those things, liberation is a notion at best. And so we understand those things, but we get upset when we share these ideas, when we share these principles, when we share uh, these components, we get frustrated because they aren't received or they are kind of, you know, snarled at or at best said, okay, cool, and no one really takes it and applies it and grabs hold to it. And we get frustrated because we see the truth and they don't. And we'll, what you need to understand is most people are living the truth of their childhood. One of the things that I developed an understanding of in the early times of my studies as a psychologist and in studying sociology is that children are in a state of theta. Brain waves uh, are primarily theta. And what that means is they're literally downloading every freaking thing they're exposed to. All the way up until about the age of five to seven, they are downloading everything. They're forming paradigms, the lenses through which they see life, how they see themselves, how they see the world around them, what they can expect for themselves, what beauty means, what class means, what success means, 
how much access will they have to success based off of how they see themselves and so much more. And so it's in that time that you inculcate the values, interests, and principles that lead to success, that lead to power, that lead to force. But it has to be done in an environment in which the child feels safe. And normally that's in a two-parent household where there's both masculine and feminine energy. When there's masculine and feminine energy in the home, there's a balance and people are operating in their natural roles. One of the things that has been a curse to black progression is the redefining uh, of roles based off of nuances and new ideas and ideologies that sound good and feel good, but actually don't serve the purpose. We've got a lot of strong, this, independent, that, I don't need to date, I don't need to marry, and I'm not just talking about women, I'm talking about both sides with this individualized mindset of what I want, what I want, what I want, what I want. It's no longer about us, it's no longer about building, it's no longer about creating environments in which our kids can thrive, it's about what I want. There's no sacrifice in love anymore, there's no sacrifice in family anymore, there's no sacrifice. Everybody is about what they can get in the moment that they become unhappy, they throw it away and they move to something else and you're left with all of the catastrophic consequences that comes with broken homes. I've written about it in detail. I've lectured on it in detail. It's out there. Go find it. Go look at it. Go to the site. Visit the site and read the countless articles. That's almost a thousand articles on the Odyssey Project site written by me on different things that I've written papers on that are more in depth. There are literally roughly 20,000 videos of me in one form or another talking about these things. This isn't something new to me. This is something that I've committed my life to, something I'm completely given to, something I will not sit down, lay down, or retreat from, but I can't do it on my own and I can't get people to understand. But this is what you need to understand. If we don't get back to the family, we can have all the answers in the world. It's so much harder to change a person after seven. It can be done, I do it all the time. That's what I get paid to do. People pay me to reshape them, to shift their paradigms, to reconstruct their self-image, their self-concept, so that they can improve their self-esteem and their self-confidence. But what about when when, when, when that's uh, no access to someone like who has that capability? How do we do it? We have to, first of all, prevention. We need to create preventive me mechanisms. And the best way to prevent situations where you're in your adulthood and absent of any understanding or ignorant to all of the concepts and ideas that advance you, the way you do that is you change that by creating home environments in which children can learn these things when they are impressionable, when it can be literally locked in and impressed upon and inculcated into their psyche, meaning it becomes a part of their identity. They simply do it because that's who they see themselves as being. When you do that, you'll have... Got to get back to that. We've got to start emphasizing 
and, and holding a standard of working through things. I'm not saying staying in abusive relationships. I am saying reconsider what makes you happy because number one, it's not anyone else's responsibility to make you happy. Happiness comes from a, a mindset. I've gone through some things. You know, over the course of my life, I've gone through some things. And in the past almost two years, I've definitely gone through some things. Not once have I been unhappy. I've had some moments where I'm sad, but to me, my happiness or joy is a perpetual state of every day waking up, waking up and making up in my mind that I'm going to enjoy the opportunity to do something special in that day. I'm going to embrace the beauty of what's in front of me because I am not going to spend the rest of my life miserable. And so that way, no one can take it from me. I'm not dependent upon no one else giving it to me. And what it means is I bring a level of peace, joy, and hope into the environment in any environment I step into because I'm not bringing any demands outside of I come to love, what do you got? And that's the thing that we need to have, we need to push, we need to live upon. And I see so many people and everybody's out there and, and everybody gets mad at me when I sit up and say that uh, I cannot, um, uh, you know, I, I cringe every time I hear a strong black woman and, and everybody gets real upset. And, I, and, and, and as I always say, it's not that I don't believe black women are strong. I don't think there's another group of women on this planet in the world close to being as strong as black women. That's not the problem. The problem when I hear strong black woman is that it is always associated with a black woman doing something she shouldn't have to be doing by herself or at all. And that's a problem to me because we're operating outside of our natural capacity and natural ability. And while women are doing some unbelievable things, they will never be able to do the things that men were meant to do at the level men were meant to do it. I don't care how much money you give them, what they're able to make, how many houses or cars they buy, how much they make in their salaries. There are just certain things we are meant to do. And if we're not in our place functioning the way we need to function, things are out of order. And if they're trying to fill in all the holes that we would normally fill with their energy, their effort, their time, their all they're not doing what they were designed to do. Their spiritual womb is drying up. Their uh, innovative discernment and and, and, and and emotional connectivity, all the things that make them extraordinary, it, it, it is being uh, uh, decimated. And, and, and all of this is happening because we are following a cultural decline that is destroying this world and we're expecting to actually somehow get power out of it. We are being brainwashed into the idea that we're successful. When the truth of the matter is when you put it on paper and when you measure the statistics and when you look at it, the wealth gap has widened, meaning that there goes more power over to the side that we are always saying is oppressing us because we're not building any power in of ourselves because we are constantly finding ways to divide ourselves, to split ourselves. And we don't have the financial force to operate that way. But uh, 
we, we, we're losing in every socioeconomic category. We are not only losing, we're in last place. And so what do we do? We are going to have to get back to the basics. You cannot build and educate without the family. The family is the institution through which values, interests, and principles are inculcated into the minds of children and perpetuated out over generations. You want to perpetuate your values and live out your dreams and hopes through on and beyond your years. You train up your children to live at their fullest and be prepared to win in this life and pass that on at a higher level with better skills and wisdoms than you passed it on. Pass it on to their children and watch what happens. Look, I'm going to get ready to get out of here. As I've always said, look, we've got work to do. So on that note, I'm going to get out. If you believe in the work I'm doing, show some love and support. We definitely are going to need um, as much support as we possibly can. If you like what you heard, hit the like button, hit the share button. We've got to get to, and we've got to stop prioritizing sensationalism as far as content is concerned over value and power. The things that advance us are probably not going to entertain us. And we need to be able to understand that and do something about it. So on that note, I'm out here. You guys have an unbelievable remainder of your day. Yeah, yeah. They said I should give it up like that just ain't good enough. Hello everybody, Dr. Rick Wallace here, dropping in with a little special announcement for those who have followed me for any stretch of time you know outside of the businesses that i run like myriad business solutions the visionetics institute odyssey media group i also do a great deal of work inside of the inner city communities uh, in houston dallas and other areas uh, i'm asking now as we push a fundraiser that you support what the odyssey project is doing in the inner cities uh, especially with programs like Black Men Lead, which is a rite of passage uh, initiative, and Restoring Ghetto for, Ghetto's Forgotten Daughters, which is a program focused on helping young girls, but boys as well, suffering from childhood sexual abuse, uh, rape, molestation, domestic abuse, uh, absentee fatherhood, and so many other things. Uh, the information will be in the box. Thank you.
Thank you.